Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing. He's doing. Brooks, what's going on? We got Caleb Ramsey in the house. Hello, Governor. Good morning, fellas. <laughs> Hopefully you guys are doing all right today. I was out at uh, Whiteland. Whiteland yesterday for a little WKA action. Um, so that was a good turnout. Um, it wasn't as big as I expected. I'm ripping stuff out of my ear right now. Uh, it wasn't as big as I expected, but it was a, uh, a very competitive okay. turnout. They were very tight throughout most of the field. So, uh, that was fun to see. So, uh, uh, first of all, there's a party going on right here. Let's celebrate. Let's last have a good year. year. <laughs> we just got 10 So bring K. your good times. And, and your, your laughter, laughter too. Cause we, we gonna, gonna do celebrate a celebration and just for party you. with you. Come, Come on, on now. Celebration. It's a celebration. Yes. Thank you all for ten thousand. That's that's huge. That means so much to us. Just over a year here with the BWSports1.com crew. Yep. And we get to that 10K here. So big shout out to everybody over here. www.bwsports1.com. For all the hap hap happenings. Absolutely. So And we, don't forget to check us out on YouTube. So you can subscribe. Subscribe to BW Sports numeral one on YouTube and get us uh going on the YouTube channel. Um Google SoundCloud. Play, SoundCloud, iTunes. We We're all covered. over the place. <laughs> all over the place, guys. And just like I said, we were at uh, WKA yesterday. But first of all, first and foremost, congratulations goes out. I know he's watching right now to you, Mr. Lewis Hamilton, for nailing it out today. I don't care. Like I said, you know, people are going to tell you, Lewis, that it was all the car. Well, you had to get behind that thing. You had to drive the wheels off of it. You did it many times. Congrats to you, sir. Like I said, yep. I know he said he was tuning into Checkers and Records yeah, right after did. that. He did in the interview. So, already. Uh, <laughs> it's absolutely just phenomenal feat there. I mean, the the cars they're a lot different, but like, we talked about it before. You know, Schumacher had a a, a dominant ride when still he had was to in drive there. It. He still had to drive it. Uh, Fangio had a phenomenal ride when when he was around. I didn't see any of it, but from what you see, Juan what you hear, Manuel. and uh, uh, he still had to drive it. So. Uh, um, I mean, records are made to be broken, I guess. They are. And but it just sucks that, you know, because Schumacher was He would have been there guy. today if, if obviously it wasn't for the situation. But, I, I mean, Schumacher said it in his career. Uh, it, it's a different style of car. It's a different thing. So am I on the top of the list? Yes. But it means something different. It's not what it was back when Fangio did, what, 50-something? Right. So... Uh, Lewis Hamilton pretty much said the same thing. So, I mean, he understands it. He gets it. It's a different era. But at the end of the day, you still had to get in there. What, 50 or how many times? What, how many race wins is it? Uh, 70 something. Oh, it was 90 something. 91? 92. 92 92. may have been today. So, I mean, you had to do it 92 times. And, uh, a lot of guys fight for one. So, oh, yeah. I mean, you, you, you take, uh, Nico Hulkenberg, for instance, never got how long podium. he's look how long he's been in F one. He's never even been on the podium. Exactly. And to think Lewis has ninety two wins. Yep. So I I mean that's a, a phenomenal feat there. So uh, you know, congrats go out to Mr. Hamilton there. So he says it's awesome watching for a battle. Well, thank you, sir. You're, thank you, Brooks. You you've been with us since pretty much the beginning, buddy. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So uh, I mean, really, outside of that, we saw. 
a, a pretty, I'm not going to say exciting race, but an exciting track. And uh, that, that track was different. What about, uh, was it um, the second practice session? When Verstappen and Stroll, <laughs> yeah, you know, and and there was no penalties handed out, but but my look on that is, it's practice, guys. You know, don't push it like G- that. Give a little, give a little room there. I mean, Max should never try to stick it in there on him, right? So, but, so what Stroll came out and said afterwards was that, you know, he he Max didn't realize he was going to go for a second push lap, um, and he didn't realize. Max was going to come up. I guess he was messing with this steering wheel down the straightaway, and that's why he didn't see Max coming up that way. But, man, I, I guess at the end of the day, you got to rely on your team there to to really push you and say, hey, man, you got – whoa, 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 he's, yeah. he's there. <laughs> I mean, something. I mean, that that was just – And then today, I mean, he drives the same way. He gets uh, that the, the black and white flag for going off too many times. He ends up wrecking it. I mean, it, it really – has me questioning. I, I think he's one of the – he can get it up there, but he's got a, a decent he's, car. He's – he's um, you know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of a young Paul Tracy. Oh, yeah, I mean, Because when Paul Tracy though. come on the scene, he was bad fast, but he, he either checkers or wreckers. <laughs> well, unfortunately for Stroll, it ain't checkers at no, all. It's, no. it's midfielder wreckers, and that's yeah. not a good way to, to help build your dad's team, really, so – I don't know. It's a it's a rough day. Perez ends up getting the boot there yep. at the beginning as well. And then uh, was it <coughs> Friday practice? There was what they say there was ninety five laps thrown out in practice because, because uh, they were exceeding the track limits. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> so ninety five laps got thrown out. <laughs> and it's that's... like okay, guys, you you know the limits, right? Why do you keep going over them? <laughs> exactly. So so you're just wasting data. Well, and, and like here today, they said, "Hey, we're gonna watch you guys. Like, it's gonna be watch tight because, like, Stroll was. You do you get a lot of uh, advantage by going over you some do. Of that because you you're do. not cutting it off. Because I, I guess this track is really built for motorcycles, yep. stuff like that. So you you put this on there, and and they call it a roller coaster for an absolute reason. I think this definitely needs to stick on the schedule. I think uh, it can really produce an exciting race, and when we get the new regulations." Here come uh, a year and a half from now, man, that's going to be a tight race there. And uh, Norris sang Sane's song. Norris sang Sane's song. <laughs> you try saying that ten times fast. I know. Up and down, side to side, like a roller coaster. Uh, and then did you see the news with Haas that broke out this week? Yeah. Grosjean and Magnussen are done after this season. They're losing both their drivers. So, it, it, and I, I think we expected this. This is something that we've seen coming down the line. Uh, they they haven't performed, but at the same time, they don't have the the car. I no, think they don't. Grosjean definitely sees his way out of F one. He'll go to sports cars. He'll go to you know something like that. Formula E. Uh, I could definitely see him as a uh, as a pretty good contender yeah. in Formula E. Um. But I think Magnuson is going to uh, uh, try to make a run here in IndyCar. Um, the, he, he has mentioned it, but the one thing he says is at his uh, uh, disadvantage is the timing. With, with Especially with the pandemic still going on, it's hard for him to travel back and forth. Right. Um, and then the timing he was let go, if he was let go, if he was told this, you know, 10 weeks ago, then or even you know six weeks ago 
you could really try to to step in to some of these rides. So does Magnuson follow in his dad's footsteps? Maybe Corvette picks him up. Um, that, all right. Does he drive with dad? Man, can you imagine the Magnusons in a endurance race? I that, think that'd that be would solid. be a, that would be a tough duo to beat. You're absolutely that would be a right. Tough duo to beat, especially right there. in a mid-engine Corvette. Because yes. because the Corvette's already dominant. Right. I mean, it's it's first year out in IMSA. It, it the first couple races they were still tuning and tweaking on it, but now that thing's a beast. Exactly. That man. thing is a beast. So and does Magnussen still run with Corvette? He may have uh, he may have left him last year. That might have been the last time I he was I don't with think Chevy. he is. I don't think he is because you got a uh, Garcia. Was it? I, know you got Garcia. I think that was his part departure last year. So I think it was too. But I, I mean, could we see an endurance with Magnusons running together? I think that would be absolutely incredible. It's, I mean, you know, with uh, with Meyer Shank and Wayne Taylor getting the, the rights to Acura. Could you see the Magnusons jumping in a DPI in one of the Acuras? <laughs> Absolutely, right there. So and, I, there's, I think there's loads of options for more show for Ken. I think really Grosjean, like you said, I, I, I think Formula E is kind of that style, and I do believe he even mentioned that. Um, but I would like to see Magnuson make a run here in IndyCar because uh, then again, his father was an IndyCar driver back in the kart days. Yes, he was. So I mean, there's a a, a possibility. That and, and yeah, I'm, I would totally love to see him come to IndyCar. I, I think that would be great. That's going to keep, like we've discussed before, it's going to keep new blood coming into IndyCar and, and keep IndyCar rolling. And, and, and that's this what they is need. this is the point too, because Meyer Shank, I believe, is the team that uh, um, they they kind of they got that uh, extra money. Somebody else bought into them, and now they're kind of up in the air. Do we do we form a, a second? That could be a good seat for because, somebody like uh, him. They're already filled in Jack Harvey, right? Correct. I believe yeah. so. So, uh, I, I mean, you got that, and then you you come into um, uh, a, a ride like that, man. If he brings a little money with him, which I don't know if he has any, because I know that's a, I believe Haas is a fully sponsored deal. I, I don't think they're pay drivers. I could be wrong, um, but... Uh, I, if he brought any money with him, that could be a, a good way to kind of progress in that team because you still, but I believe, have part of that Andretti backing too. Oh, they do, and or you know he could also. We've talked about a third car at Arrow McLaren. Hey, can, I can... I still think that seat is filled by Elio. I and I know he's he, they nothing has come out, nothing's a hundred percent on that. I I think that seat is is pretty much locked in. With Elio. Could be wrong, though. I hope not. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, Magnuson started his career in F1 with McLaren. I believe so. So I don't see him making that move back right now. I, th I think McLaren, what they're doing right now, with uh, like we talked about last week, getting Felix here, building a bench for F1, and then maybe even using IndyCar. Like, so you progress from F2 to IndyCar. I don't know if that's kind of uh, a possibility there. For but I mean it gives you kind of that that fork in the road that you can either go one way or the other. But like you know we discussed last week talking about how you know McLaren's keeping drivers on deck. You put Magnuson in there, he's already got F one experience. Something happens. You're bam. right. You're, you're right. Absolutely. I mean I I think he's a great fit for that team in that scenario. Right. So I would much rather have him over Alio. 
And the only reason I think you bring Elio in is number one for your your uh, uh, a little help with the car and a little help with driver progression because I do see Elio at this stage of his life and his career them calling him and saying, "Hey, this is what we need you to do." And but don't they already have Jill DeFerrin? But he's not behind the wheel. He's not behind the wheel. But I as think far as having that guy behind the wheel mm-hmm. though. And really being able to get out on the track with these guys and show them a little bit here and there. Because you put Elio's knowledge with Pato's guts. Whoa, baby, you better watch out. And then you add Rosenquist to that that uh, mix, man. Man, that's because he's, he's now bringing the knowledge, not only a possible seven-time champion here today, Scott Dixon. He's bringing the knowledge of Dario. Yeah. He has been and, under Dario's wing now strongly for two and years. And I get it. I just, I still don't think Elio's that guy. I don't. I, I, I just don't. I think he's an, excuse my language. I think he's an asshole. I don't, I don't see him being that guy <laughs> to, to really develop the drivers. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm totally against that decision. I hope he doesn't go to that team, but Hey, if he does, he does. So, and we roll right into it. We got an exciting day of racing coming today. We had a world record broken here today. Brandon Yarmick just got a world record. Not sure in what, but hey, congrats to you, Brandon, on getting that. Probably on something dirt, I'm guessing. Um, And then today, we're going to seal the the nail on the coffin on the uh, IndyCar series. And, And for Joseph to win, I think what has to happen is like Dixon to finish like 20th or worse. He's and, 32 points behind. And Joseph has to win and get the fastest lap. So, And where are they starting? Right next to each other. Right. Eighth and ninth. So it's not like – because I, I really think a big part of Penske's purpose on bringing McLaughlin here today had that other car in the field to block. You, you've got – yeah, Scott knows what he's doing. He's not going to pitch a car into the wall. He, I mean, he did it during qualifying. He, he should. At this point, I'm sure Penske's pulled him aside and said, hey, be careful here, man. We need to finish You mean these. Ganassi? No, McLaughlin's with Penske. Oh, you were talking about Dixon. No, McLaughlin. I'm saying McLaughlin's brought in to kind of oh, be gotcha, that blocker gotcha, gotcha. to get Newgarden slow. out in front. Right? Hey, he celebrated a, a birthday here this week. He he went out last night. So yeah, we'll, we, we'll give oh, him a break today. Yeah. Happy birthday, by the thank way. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, um, really, um, oh, he's talking about Hamilton there. Yep. So, uh, uh, okay. Um, a lot has to go. Uh, wrong for Scott Dixon, but I'm not going to say it won't happen because Dixon's not had a fantastic um, um, second half of the season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you. Um, So that just... uh, Yeah, he was on a tear the first half of the season. I'm going to have either three or four out of the five first race wins. Oh, I don't know what you're laughing about. <laughs> God. But, uh... <clears throat> I can't repeat that. <laughs> you can read the comments, but that's pretty good. <laughs> that's good. Stuff, I am excited. I, I have a, uh, I a four-year-old and a two-year-old. <laughs> the Indy cars, everything going right for New Garden. And, and Dixon. and But, right. yeah, he was on a tear the first part of the season. Second part of the season, he's just been kind of... Eh. Right. I mean, not terrible, but just 
Eh. It, well, it's, it's locked it because Ryan Hunter Ray in the, the Grand Prix, the second or the Harvest Classic, I should say, um, kind of got into Dixon causing some damage. And Dixon had to really fight through that for the whole uh, <laughs> Walmart. Good sales. Had to fight through the whole thing there. So um, I really think that uh, Dixon gets it done today because at the too. end of the day, what's his nickname? The Iceman. Exactly. I think today he puts it on there. He goes out. He's he been knows, in this situation before. He knows if he, if he finishes 19th, he wins. Yeah. He'll go out there. He'll do what New Garden did last year. New Garden had to finish eighth or better last year to win the championship. Where'd New Garden finish? Seventh. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah, go I, out I mean, go out and keep it clean. Right. Don't, don't. He's not going to pull a boneheaded move. Right. Dixon's not that guy. He's, he's just not the type of guy to. To pull a yes, he does. <laughs> not the type of guy to pull a a move out of his pocket like that. He's he's just not. But we go to the the flip side of things, and I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Okay. Because if there's one person behind the pit wall, I want in my corner today. Tim Cedric. Exactly. Exactly. So with that said, you cannot count Newgarden out of the championship. No. Uh, fight just yet so. because i'm gonna tell you right now if uh he's up front and power and pagano or uh mclaughlin's up there guess what see ya he's going they're, they're gonna let new garden by absolutely they are and if, you th- and if you think there's no team orders in indycar you are wrong it, well for the most part they're gonna let them fight it out they are until but, today but when there's until a championship today. on the line exactly they have they're all gonna been do whatever they can who starts sure on the pole uh, willpower. So you think he's going to kind of keep it close there so Newgarden doesn't uh, uh, pull away? He's going to make that car as wide as he possibly can up in the front to Most make sure definitely. Newgarden can can carve through those, what, six, six seven cars and, and put it up there. Uh, not the easiest track here today, though. And we, we've seen before, I think Felix has a, a, is a, a solid favorite. Going into today after that but, performance last year, one armed. So, so you look at the top five starting for today, or let's say, uh, yeah, top five. So you got willpower on the pole. Who's second through fifth? Andretti cars. Right. You got what? You Colton, got Rossi, Herta, Hinchcliffe, and Jack Harvey, which is technically an Andretti car. Right. And then you got Pato in sixth. Oh, and look out for Pato in front of you guys, because he ain't gonna give it. He ain't gonna give way. But but let's talk about who qualified seventh. Our buddy Timmy, Sebastian right? Bourdais in <laughs> the fourteen car. He's fast here. He knows the track, and uh, I, I think this is just going to show you maybe that team is really on a uh, a good momentum run here with him. I think that's a great. Oh, what happened here? Because I know yesterday uh, Dixon and uh, Newgarden qualified right next to each other. Now it's got Newgarden in eighth, Dixon in eleventh. Okay. But uh, then you got <laughs> Renus ninth. That kid's continuing to impress me. Absolutely. Yep. His, his the start of the season was very rough for him, but he has come on the last five races like a heart attack. Oh yeah. I mean the the kid can drive. Right. I I think that's it. Just shows you, <clears throat> it, uh, and I really hope. That my my idea with Rosenquist, my hypothesis, whatever you want to say, in him kind of being that bench driver for McLaren, doesn't. And he stays here in IndyCar because if you look at the younger drivers here in IndyCar, you've got Rosenquist. You could still put Rossi in that category. You've got 
uh, Pato, you've got Renus, you've got these guys that are are really looking to make this a very tight. I think you can still put Oliver Askew in that mix. I really hope he doesn't have to sit out a year. I think you can put Marcus Erickson. And now you in got McLaughlin mix. coming in. Scott McLaughlin, exactly. So I mean, there's a lot of good young talent in IndyCar right now. Absolutely. So I, I just see at the end of the day, uh I, I really uh hope that uh uh Felix does stay, but I, I think like I said, he will eventually get into that F one seat and I, I think that's you know, when we talked to him, he said he would have to be a uh, a major seat for the most part, and I think McLaren is really building theirself to become in that that new era one of those those major seats. So I think that's at the end of the day. But he can't hold back for too long. If he's stuck, excuse me. If he's, in, if it's going to happen, it's got to be within the next three years. Well, I was going to say, yeah, if, if he's stuck in IndyCar for two, three more years, he's going to be a he's going to finish his career off in IndyCar because it would be hard to make that transition. I think at a age of thirty four, thirty five into Formula One for the end of your career. But I, I want him to stick here in IndyCar. I like him. I think uh, um, it would be solid uh, to see him do that. That would be incredible to race Scott on the sim. <laughs> that would be cool, <laughs> right? <laughs> And, and you know, and I've I've heard people talk, you know, that have met Scott, and you know, and they all say he's just an awesome guy, one of the most genuine guys I've ever met in my life. There, um, you, I talked to him at um, one of the qualifying days before, and he just he sits there and talks to you like you're you're a person, not not a annoyance or something like that. And that's in the end of the day, what we've talked about in IndyCar too, is a lot of these drivers really. Really give the the fans that time of day, and then at the end of the day, we've we've discussed before. Dixon's a real racer. That's that's all he wants to do. He wants to get in the car and he wants to race. And then the day, he wants to race, go home to his family. Right. So uh, uh, Jimmy, like uh, Brooks is saying, Jimmy actually gets a that solid that backing that he needed. Carvana. Carvana. That's, gonna, a, that's a pretty good sponsor. Right. So he's got that seat now, a hundred percent sure, and. Uh, um, we'll we'll see how that progresses. I think, from what I've heard, he will practice ovals this year. He yes. won't race them, but that will possibly give him in his second of two years in that contract the option to run a full schedule if he would uh, so well uh, see it see it fit for him. And didn't you tell me that he's going to run some uh, NASCAR for Ganassi? So it, it, what I was reading, it did say that uh, he, he wants to run 15 to 16 races next year. The, the The schedule, I think, in IndyCar is 12 for him. So with that being said, uh, that would put him the, the day of the 500. He wouldn't be with Ganassi here in Indy. So why not race Coca-Cola 600? The Daytona 500 is not conflicting with any IndyCar race. Why not race in the Daytona 500? You're going to see him, I think, at these bigger races and possibly uh, the road courses for Ganassi because Jimmy Johnson has has always proven he's a a pretty good road course. He's a pretty good road course racer. So uh, I I could see definitely, I mean, nothing uh, 100% confirmed yet, but uh, that, and it's obviously nowhere near going to take over that 42 ride. It's not uh, anything like that. Where uh, is that the number? What's it? What's his number? Forty-two. Yeah. Um, so uh, we let's talk about that real quick. 
He signs off. He sells his race team. He puts it up for sale, I should say. And he's going to step away from it. Uh, now, I think that all but uh, solidifies he's signing the dot on Hendrick. And he's there to, to hopefully stay through the rest of his NASCAR career. Because if you're going to go out, if you're going to uh, prove yourself to be such a good driver on the dirt, and I get money talks, yeah, at that point, I don't think you sell everything you got if you're not with Rick Hendrick. I, I think at the end of the day. Yeah, you, you, you have a grand scheme of things to going on. You're not just going to sell your entire race team like that. Right. So I, I think he signs. I think we do see him in the five, whether it be the 57. I don't think it's going to be the, the 88. I think that number kind of goes away. But either way, I think he's going to sign that. We do hear uh, that probably in the next uh, – couple months i would say before the the new year yeah i would think i, I would um, say it's gonna happen probably they, they might even announce it before the last race of the season right oh right pate and i'm with you he's still planning on racing but number one it's not gonna be a full-time deal hendrick still did let uh um who uh casey kane race in uh, a few here and there yeah so and he knows at the end of the day larson's a better driver than casey kane on dirt but i mean you see uh, casey kane was pretty good on dirt yeah i don't think you could beat larson though no. larson larson when you come down to it he, he is one of the best out there um but uh <clears throat> no nah, larson ain't going to gibbs that 20 car ride's gonna be a uh, christopher bell's ride so yeah i would think so you look at uh um the the accident he had in New Zealand, right. I mean, right there. If you're a NASCAR owner, if he's your driver, I, I I know those things are safe, and I know he walked away just with a few bruises and stuff, but and a messed up eye. Well, the, yeah, yeah. If you can't see, you can't drive. So, um, yeah, definitely, I could see, you know, kind of that. Uh, uh, right, he said until Kane had yeah. that horrible flip. So <laughs> you see, like I'm exactly like I'm saying right there. You see, last year. Uh, about a year ago that he had that, that nasty flip. It was right after Christmas, I think. And uh, uh, he walked away from it, obviously. But uh, that sticks in, in those car owners' minds. You're paying these guys millions of dollars yeah. to drive for you. Don't get hurt doing something that I'm not paying you for at the end of the day. And, and I got to agree with that to a certain extent. Yeah, I mean, it's no different than... You know, in, in the NFL, you know how they a lot of the teams have put mandates on the quarterbacks. Hey, you can't ride motorcycles. Uh, you can't do this. I mean, that's an investment for your business. <laughs> right, exactly. I it, mean, so if you don't have, you know, in like, uh, let's take uh, Kyle Busch, for instance. You don't have Kyle Busch in the car. M&Ms don't want to be on the car. Right, right, exactly. It, I mean, so... Yeah, at the end of the day, you can't go out and get hurt in a sprint car race. It's going to pay you ten grand to win. Right. Nope. That ain't going to work. <laughs> no way, no how. So uh, um, that I I do think we we hear that here in uh, the. Next... I remember that about Ricky Rudd. <laughs> Take your eye, dude. He was one of the the toughest drivers. That dude would get in the car no matter what. Didn't they pour water on his seat? Because it was overheat, like it was burning them, and yeah. then it's boiling. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, my 
gosh, man. Just give me the ice chest. Yeah, Ricky Rudd was a tough <laughs> SOB. Right. So, yeah, I, I could see that. And, uh, I, I really like that uh, post I made. Uh, what Stewart, or sorry, what Briscoe had to say about being signed with uh, Stewart. You know, he grew up. Uh, Tony Stewart was one of his idols. He watched him here well, in Indiana. Wasn't he already uh, driving for Stewart in uh, Xfinity? I thought he. I thought that's the team that he drove for in Xfinity. That I'm not 100 percent certain. I could be wrong. But on to that. to drive in that 14 car to take over <laughs> that 14, um, that right there. Yeah, I mean, I I think that is going to drive him to be much better. And and really, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now. I'd watch out for Chase Briscoe year one. You got a chance for that oh, rookie yeah. to come in here. And and make a solid run in a solid car here. So I mean, we've seen Harvick produce. You're gonna have him as a teammate. I don't know how much. I know you're not the biggest fan of Harvick, but I could see him once again. Stewart pulling him aside, saying, "Hey, bud, you know we're older. Let's help this guy out. Let's get him in there, and, and let's make this something." Because really, I could see Harvick being a, a car owner in the the future as well, and possibly being part owner here. So. uh you really, I think they play their cards right. They could have a solid team moving forward as these guys start to, to fold their way out. I mean, why not? Gordon owned Johnson's car when he come into the scene. Exactly. He still does own that. Yeah. He still does. Uh, but speaking of Chase Briscoe, did you catch any of the Xfinity race yesterday? That I did not. So it, it was early on in the race. I can't even remember what lap it was, but Briscoe was out in the lead battling um, Eric Jones. For uh, second, they were first and second was battling, you know, and uh, the track had that upper groove where they laid that traction treatment. Well, Briscoe started running a little bit higher because Jones was trying to get on him on the bottom side. Higher and higher. So they come through. Was it one and two? No, it was three and four. It was it's coming through three and four? Briscoe runs high. All of a sudden, you just see the car get squirreling. You're like, what? What happened? I mean, he goes way up. Tire blue. Net code. Yeah. <laughs> Tire blue. He hangs on to it, keeps it out of the wall, brings it down right into pit lane. I was like, that kid can drive. Yeah. <laughs> Man, he can drive. I mean, anybody else, they'd have been in the wall. He he saved it, even though the car was tore up after that. Something broke in the rear end. That's what caused the, the tire to pop. But, yeah, I, I think that kid's going to do amazing things. <laughs> Now, so we know where Briscoe is going to wind up at. Where does Cindric? Um, does Cindric stay in Xfinity? I think he does. I think he does. For one more year, I think he does stay there. He might get one of those uh, uh, here and there rides up in uh, Cup just to give him a, a feel for the car. Um, but I really do think he sticks in Xfinity for one more year. And, and I applaud him for doing so. And you know what uh, Austin Cindric likes to do in his free time? What's that? He likes to go karting. Really? And not just drive them. He likes to work on them. Nice. And where did he get his cart from? His teammate, Willpower. Nice. He drives a Willpower <laughs> cart. Nice. So uh, we talk about carts here real quick. I saw uh, um, Robert um, Wickens post a uh, something this morning. He's got a hand-controlled cart. Really? He is going to get into. So I, I cannot wait. Um, to see this, uh, I really look forward to seeing his progression back into racing. Just his story in general is, is very inspiring to see. It him. really is. He, he never given up. Um, I love following him, seeing 
you know, his progression, getting better, stepping out of that wheelchair, getting up out of that walker. Um, that was a hellacious crash, man. That made, as a fan, you never want to see a crash like that. Uh, and, and really, I'm surprised, as I'm sure a lot are, that he's he's still here today. And, and that, I mean, that just goes, again, to, to show you the safety of the sport. But what he is doing to get back into something he loves, you can tell he loves it. You gotta love something to do have that much. I mean, ever since the accident, I mean, it, it was weeks after the accident happened. He was already, you know, trying to find steps to where he could get back. Exactly. I mean, he immediately wanted back in the car. And right. you would think a lot of people after going through that be like, I'm just glad I'm alive. Right. I, I don't want nothing to do with racing anymore. Not Wickens. No, he, he, he wants care. back in that car bad. So I thought that was really cool. Hopefully, I'm crossing the fingers here. We'll see him because I think he's local here to Indiana. So maybe come out and race in the uh, at, at Whiteland sometime or Newcastle. Uh, well, I'm saying Whiteland because I'm out there. <laughs> so that's that's where I just don't come in the 206, please, sir. Just don't come in the 206. I can see him more in a shifter, <laughs> something like that, to kind of get the feel back in for it. But yeah, just please stay out of the 206. <laughs> I can see him just lapping the field. So. Um, just uh um uh yeah i was gonna mention that sorry there oh yeah yeah he's more into dirt he likes a lot of the dirt he does both more so i i'll do dirt every now and then uh but i really stick to my road and uh oval asphalt I, I and like... i've been getting a little more into the the road stuff now i'm trying yeah. to get my license up i've been running them yeah you were talking about <laughs> yeah. hate them hate <laughs> just made me hate them you say that it makes me chill if you get a a good uh uh open set race and you get a good set in those they don't feel so much like a uh uh a street legal f-150 going around a corner at 150 so <laughs> i mean that's really what that means it's got so much sway yeah it's that. it's garbage <laughs> it's, man, can we tighten this up just a a, a lot <laughs> so speaking of i racing i mean what was it yesterday i hop in an official and uh the 305s are at uh lima land so, you know, fairly short dirt track. I start, I rolled off uh, fifth, immediately jump up to second. So I'm sitting there, and the leader's right in front of me. I can see him. I'm just running laps. We come up on lap traffic. Go to get around this guy. He's racing with me like we're racing for a spot. I mean, we're coming in turns. He's pulling slide jobs on me. I'm like, dude, you're already a lap down. Let me by. So I'm trying to get around him and trying other lines and everything like that. Well, then third and fourth catch up with me and slide by. So I get back by fourth, getting ready to go back by third. And he gets tangled up with that lap guy, shoots up the track, puts me right in the wall. Game over. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that idea by Ty B right there. He's got, he said he's got two rigs. I think he's got motion rigs. This guy, his rig, you talk about being envious of a rig, man. I've seen it. He's got tightening seat belts. I know. So you feel the force of the car. I mean, this dude's got it. Check out Ty BTV here. He's stage five motion rig. Dude, I'll totally do that. <laughs> yeah, I was four hours away. We got to get let's that Let's load plan. up. <laughs> let's load up and head out. <laughs> we got to get that plan. That would be a absolute blast. Little uh conglomerate here with uh Ty yeah i want to i want to do that uh motion rig in a sprint car that would have to be bad ass. 
I mean, I'm getting excited <laughs> just thinking about it. That uh, I think uh, I, I was watching him do some uh, street stocks, but uh, on the dirt, that, I feel like that'd be about as much as I could handle in a motion rig. It's about street stock because you know, I feel like a boom, boom. <laughs> I mean, you'd be feeling it in a. Could in you a imagine rig. a late model in a motion rig? Because how the late models are all jacked yeah. up like that. <laughs> you feel. <laughs> That would be pretty good right there. Check him out there, guys. He even put the, the link in the, hey, the comments. He's fun. Daniel said he's running some 305s right now. He good said, job, buddy. He said it's more fun or uh, more uh, BA in a late model there is what Brandon Yarmick. Brandon, do you have a, uh, a motion rig as well? We need to make that. Uh, Dude, we need to step our game up or something. We need to make that quarterly post that we do. Post your rig. We do. We, <laughs> we do. It's been a while. Some, it's been a while. Absolutely. So, uh um uh moving forward i'm trying to think where is uh nascar here today um they're in nascar land nascar land north carolina um <laughs> no. nascar land they're in disney <laughs> they're hanging out there we disney go today. they're hanging out with goofy and mickey and all that that's where i'd want to be m-i-c-k oh, i better not finish that i'll get copyright <laughs> uh they're not texas are they they very well might be actually. yes they are Texas. Texas. So we're coming down also to the final part of the season. Excuse me. My goodness. Um, and Logano starting to catch a little fire. Do you think Logano has a chance here to win another title? I mean, he, he's a driver you can never count out. I mean, Joey is a, a past champion. He, he's won several races. He runs for Penske. Um, and we've talked, you know, before, like last season, when we were coming down to the wire and championships. It's it's getting hot at the right time. Right, exactly. I mean, because with with the playoff and the chase the way the, the format is, you you can run top ten all season, and then come chase time, Boom, get hot. <laughs> you know, you, you you win that one race that gets you into the next round. And that's what Logano did to put himself in there. He's 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 doing everything he needs to do to win a championship. I mean, so you can't count him out. Right, absolutely. Even though Harvick and Hamlin's dominated all season long, uh, I don't think either one of them are locked into the next round yet, are they? Harvick or Ham? Harvick, maybe. I, I don't know when that uh, last one was. I'd have to look that up. Um, but I, I know Logano's in, and I know that makes some other drivers a little nervous. Um, he's not the, he's not got the reputation. He's not the most likable guy in the pits. Exactly. But at the end of the day, I mean, am I a fan of Joey Logano? No. But at the end of the day, I got to respect him because he's going to go out there. He's going to drive the wheels off of that car and he's going to put you side to side. He's going to rub you. He's going to, he's, he's going to race you pretty hard. And, uh, I, I think that is what benefits him. In this this style of racing, in this playoff here, and coming down to the finale here later. Well, but showing that uh, as far as standings and, and cup, Harvick, Hamlin 21 points back, Keselowski 33 points back, Chase, Elliott 41 points back, Logano's 51 points back. So you got two Penske Fords in the top five. But Logano's already through with his win. Yes. So he's he's already got the stamp there. Um, so I, I, and that's, again, we've talked about it before with NASCAR, whether you like it, whether you don't in this playoff situation, you make that last race like Logano has, you put yourself in the situation, man, 
you you can get it done. All it takes is one race in. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Everything's behind you. I mean, no point. It's like the the game of uh, whose line is it anyways? It's where the points don't matter. <laughs> and, and I don't agree with it. I, 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 no, I don't like, I like said, the chase. I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. It, it's it, whether you agree with it or not. That is what you you see there. So. Um, that's uh okay john's on here 360s at the grove tonight pricks the pavement at homestead last race before the playoffs where's the 305s at john because it's slide job sunday baby <laughs> you get all jacked up he loves slide job sunday i do i'm over here calling the you know i actually might get a run in it tonight for the, all right the the 305s maybe no i probably won't because of the the pricks i, I don't like cutting it close there but uh uh i just know i'm not Heading over to mom and dad's because they're down in South Carolina. They're chilling on the, the beach. Hold on. Speaking of your mom and dad, you know what I seen yesterday? Oh, gosh. Anna Marie's got a Snapchat. Oh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> why, why the hell's Anna Marie got a Snapchat? <laughs> because I send her pictures of the kids during the day. It's just easy and quick. Stuff like that. She'll Eight hours later, she'll open 12 of them. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, dad does, too. What? <laughs> What what's his what's his handle? Bionic Man? No, he's Baba Ganoush. It should be ooh. He should change it to Bionic Dan. <laughs> Bionic Dan Man. What's going go. on, Dwayne? So uh the hey, three speaking of Dwayne, real quick, I saw Gio Celsi got a uh, win on the West Coast there, so I, I know he was doing a little spotting for Gio here. Um And you know early. who that is, right? Uh-uh. That is Gary Selzy's son. Really? You know who Gary Selzy is, right? Yeah, he was around here, wasn't he? He was uh, NHRA. He was, uh, I believe he was funny car champ and top fuel dragster champ because Alan Johnson started that team after his brother Blaine got killed. Okay. So and then Gary stepped in and started running for Alan Johnson, and then him and Gary Selzy had a lot of success. Well, then Gary stepped away from racing because Gio was coming up. So he really started backing his son. So, yeah, I, I think Gio's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, that was pretty cool to see that go down. And uh, uh, so Kokomo is where the 305s will dance. So uh, Yes, I, I agree with you, John. I'm too old for that crap, too. What's that? Too old for Snapchat. Uh, Brandon I, says I, I that have too. one. I have one, but I never use it. <laughs> yeah, Brandon says the same thing. So uh, uh, Snapchat's too much work. Not really. Yeah, it is. <laughs> He says he said Gio is going to be good, and that's I mean, this yeah, guy, I agree. This guy's seen some good drivers. I agree. <laughs> I mean, so uh, uh, I think it'll be interesting. Dwayne, where do you think uh, Alexander finishes here today? He's got a great starting position. Well, you know what he's going to say. Well, well, you, you never know. He, he's a little biased. Well, I get it, but he's he's realistic. He's in the scene here. He sees that these two guys are fighting for a championship. So oh, he's with Bill McAnally. So we'll talk about the Toyota development here because Stewart came out and bashed it here this week, says it ruins drivers and really uh, kind of up the the Ford development program. So that kind of was a, uh, a shocker. I mean, a guy that's at no no mic or uh, no loss for words, Tony Stewart. No. But I, that kind of uh, kind of shocked me. But he's he's praising Ford. He's. He's really liking what he's got well, yeah, right now. Yeah, he's praising so. Ford because uh, that's <laughs> what he runs. I get it. I, but didn't he start his career in Toyota? I thought. Chevy. Oh, okay, okay. Because he was Chevy and then that's Gibbs right. switched to Toyota. That's right. And that's when 
he wanted to. That, that was, I think, that was kind of like the the end of Stewart being. At so Gibbs. maybe he really never liked Toyota. I don't to begin think he did. There. So, uh, but hey, you see other guys come out of it. They do a great job. No, he does not, Brandon. No filter on Tony Stewart. But no, none, <laughs> but, none at all. Uh, I, I mean, I like I, I we've seen pretty good drivers come out of that Toyota development. So yeah, I, I don't see you know, and, and I really hope that they're able to build on that too. So. Um, uh, I'm trying to think really what else we got moving, shaking WKA's going out there today again for, uh, to finish off the national race. So good luck to Elliot Cox. He's probably about to take his, uh, grid in a final. Um, he's doing local today and national. Good luck to Casey out there trying to get the sweep. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Little locations doing, doing, putting in work and getting the win. He's already got like a, a little handshake with Daniel. <laughs> like oh, yeah. the, the flying deuce because <laughs> he tries the number two he says i'm racing casing of the flying deuce <laughs> i thought that was awesome Alrighty. so just to see all these kids out there in uh um uh at, at uh whiteland out there you, you really you know you start talking to these kids you start talking to the parents and it, it's just going to be so much fun next year i think and getting to getting to know some of these guys speaking of whiteland and andy and sarah yep. uh you're going to go somewhere this week right absolutely we board a plane on thursday i didn't we... get invited <laughs> it's bullcrap we we head to daytona for the grand opening of the speedway indoor karting there so make sure you tune in thursday and friday i believe too for uh, a little indoor karting action that uh, my brother and myself will be throwing down on. and Because I didn't get invited. I, I even tried to uh, see if Friday, if we got a little extra time, see if for BW Sports we could do a little surf lesson. We might do uh, <laughs> see if we can get some big boys on a surfboard for some BW Sports. I don't footage. even want to see that. <laughs> I don't even want to. I'm, I'm going to get a text or a call. <laughs> Uh, we're at the ER. Daniel was drowning trying to surf. <laughs> I, I'm a strong swimmer. I'm a strong swimmer here. <laughs> so that's good stuff right there. <clears throat> oh, he's not bitter at all. He says. Not, not at all. <laughs> so, not at all. It's just I easy. didn't get invited. It's easy for me to take off. I, I, I work here. <laughs> this is my work. Hey, for something like that, I, I can take <laughs> off too. So, uh, I got the Rona. <laughs> yeah not something you say when you're traveling on a plane <laughs> right <laughs> so uh yeah absolutely we got uh um white that's what I'm, i got the whiteland hat on here today um like i said they're going to be finishing up wka today and that pretty much puts a uh an end to the season pretty much i think at whiteland i don't think they have i think newcastle might have they got one, one next race. weekend yep. yeah so, uh, um, which, uh, I know Mark and dad was supposed to go there over to Ohio running today. The Buckeye carding challenge. I think so. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. So, uh, that, that'd be uh cool thousand dollars on the line today at Whiteland. Did that, you know that for what the two Oh six senior race? Really? Thousand. So there's going to be some broken carts after today. <laughs> That's what we were talking to. Uh, one of the, uh, the flagmen at Whiteland. And he's like, oh, tomorrow's going to be exciting. Said, I should come out here, shouldn't I, and race? He's like, nope. <laughs> he's like, it's going to be a little dangerous out here tomorrow. You put $1,000 on the line. You got guys from the ages of, what, 15 to 30 or 35 going at it? Yeah, they want some money here. So uh, 
<laughs> we'll see who puts out that. And we got a, our buddy Melvin Godsey. He won the the Masters yesterday. That was cool to okay to see out there. So yeah, had some solid racing out there yesterday. Hey, and did you happen to see this week that uh, I posted? And I got to give a shout out to these guys. Um, our buddy at Harmon Designs did me a really cool cup car. I really like oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's it sharp. looks good. And then uh big shout out to Gavin Jordan over at Vortex Wraps. He did me up a sprint car, so I got a new sprint car to wheel tonight. So I might I might uh do the three oh fives and try to make it to Pricks so I can run both new cars. <laughs> right, absolutely there. Put Asher in the uh <laughs> the senior race, he'd get flown over. Not by maybe, but They'd be hopping him. <laughs> At least his head be down there. <laughs> you you wouldn't see him. So he just go you know, floor. Somebody yesterday in turn one got up. I mean, you've seen it happen before. They get that card up there, hop like right over his steering wheel and just shattered the front piece of the the cart there. So it happens. Yep, that was a it rough happens. one for him. So uh, I'm trying to think. So then you know, since all the racing's pretty much done for karting, you know what time it is. It's time for us to strip Tommy Boy and uh, Daniel's carts all down to mm -hmm. bare frame, <laughs> yep. get them to the chassis shop, get them all good to go for next season and start uh, looking forward to next season. Absolutely. And that's what we were about to talk about right there. Yes. <laughs> this is so much fun here. Last Wednesday, I got to call the first for CWTV. I want to say it's the third possibly here for Monsters of Dirt. So what John did is took the the four series or the the cars that people wanted but weren't voted the most upon and threw them all together it's like a big old monster mash is what we'll call oh i like it monster mash <laughs> oh yeah. john we gotta change it from the hawkeye the monster series. mash that's it right there <laughs> we got the monster mash he did the mash <laughs> he did the monster mash so it's the gander mountain truck it is the uh, Super, the UMP, and the Dirt Street Stock. You put them all together on the track. They're all in different classes there. So, like, uh, Wednesday night, there was um, uh, one driver in the trucks. Man, so, you're kind of rolling the dice Look, because... John's down with it. <laughs> the, the, uh, um, uh, the week before, there was, like, I think he said six trucks. So, he picks trucks again. Thinking, hey, you know, I'll have a little competitive, a little competition here, but won't be too much, won't be crazy. He was the only one in it. So you collect the points. I mean, you you go for that class, and, man, it's just so exciting. I got a great aerial picture of one, and then I got one of Chummy. You can see Chummy's car out there. And that's there. on Wednesday nights? Yes, that's before the uh, fixed pro series that I call. So that starts at 8. Okay. Um, so if you're available, you got BW Sports 1, the black and white boys over there on one TV. When you're racing, you're listening to them, and then you got the race, you're, you're driving in the Hawkeye series. It's perfect. It's a great little mix for the Monster Mash. I love it. <laughs> Sometimes I just pop off at the top of the head, and it really works. There's other times it, he it said fails he has, miserably. have to check with 3D. That was the name of their yearly event, but they canceled it this season, so I'm sure that would be cool with it. Monster Mash season. <laughs> there we go. They did the mash. <laughs> it's, uh, right it's fixed setups, Brooks. Yes. Yes. Daniel, you got another Burrell coming to us. Oh, is yeah. that was that one for me? Dude, yeah, yeah, we uh, he's Melvin is like one of the coolest guys out there. He was like, "Man, you're racing this old Burrell. 
I got like a 2014. It's not much newer, but mine's like early 2000s. He was like, if you want it, dude. Okay, so we're going to strip that one down <laughs> and get that one ready to go. The other <laughs> one can be backup. Right. <laughs> yeah, We'll nail it out, dude. It, maybe I, I don't know at what point, like, you know better than this with the chassis. Can you use, uh, like, my chassis? When can I put one of the kids in that chassis? Is it not until, like, because a cadet uh, can't run that chassis, can they? No. Cadet, the cadet chassis So it's not smaller. until they're 15 years old. Probably... How old, how old's Elliot? 14, 13, he's 13. Yeah, so probably like 12, 13, somewhere around okay. there. So it's the sportsman, 206 sportsman probably. Yeah. Because you got the 206 junior, they're probably in the cadet carts, and then the... Well, you got the... See, I don't know, because they got so many different classes now from when I ran. Because they have, I believe they have a Yamaha junior still, so... Yeah, and then there's micro and mini swift. Yes. Um... 206 there's ka jr see i'm just stuck with the 206 it's what i know <laughs> i'll tell you i really like that ka engine it and sounds I, and good I, and i think <laughs> smells great I, I i hate to say it because when they first started talking about it and i was like yeah it ain't never gonna happen but i think the ka is finally gonna put the yamaha out of business yamahas have been around for years and and and, and that's the progression of karting because before the yamaha you had the mccullough Everybody ran McCullough's. Mm -hmm. Then once the Yamaha come along, McCullough's kind of fell to the wayside. Everybody started running Yamaha's. Mm -hmm. So now with the KA, because I've already been looking at pricing on them and everything, and I've been doing my research. <laughs> right. But the KA, if you go to Comet and you can get a, it's, it's the Comet Premium Package, I believe is what they call it. And that's the motors tuned by Comet. You get a, you get your pipe. You get uh, your battery to start it with. You get you get everything you need to to bolt it on the cart and go racing. That's like thirty six hundred. Gotcha. Which isn't bad because I mean you figure you take a Yamaha, just the Yamaha blueprinted Yamaha. You know you're talking fifteen hundred to over two thousand. That's just the motor. That's not including uh, can, clutch, motor mount, third bearing. So for the price of a K, it's not bad, and and they seem to make good horsepower. I I I think that would be the route I'd probably go if I got back in. Well, they don't have any like micro mini Swiss for us, obviously, because no. man, some of those were really howling. I'll tell you, uh, uh, we met two boys out there, brothers that run uh, kid carts, and then in the Swift, the uh, mini Swift or micro Swift, I can't remember, but the Stoner boys out there, yeah, and. Uh, Elam man, he cracks me up. He is a whirlwind. He's doing circles around you on his bike. I mean, he's just absolute. He's a crazy kid. Then the brother AJ, really fast. I mean, just he gets in that cart, man, and just turns off everything. And, and he's, you can tell he's he's one of those kids that he he's got the the mentality. He just he's able to to escape. He puts that helmet on and, and whatever's outside there. It just it doesn't matter anymore, and he's boom, he's, he's ready to go. Nothing else matters, <laughs> right? Exactly. So uh, it, it's really cool to see. Like I said, um, when I'm out there racing, I don't necessarily watch all the different styles of racing out there because I'm getting ready, I'm doing other things like that. Um, so to go out there and not be involved, to just be able to watch that and see like these kids, like Casey, he's smooth through that hairpin, like you were saying. You can just tell some of these kids that, 
and he uses the whole track. I mean, some of these kids really do a good job at hitting their marks. Like we've seen Asher on mm -hmm. on his videos. He's really good at hitting those lines and. And, and, you know, that's one thing I'll give Daniel when I was down there that Saturday, you know, watching Daniel. Daniel hits his lines really good. Mm -hmm. he, he runs a good, smooth line. Yeah, I was a little hoppy through the... Just a little. <laughs> I tried to Just sling that bad boy. <laughs> yeah, that one, that one... The hairpin. It's like the Tommy boys are smoking it in there. <laughs> I was like, calm it down. Smooth it out. Exactly. <laughs> you gotta throw your weight you because your with weight. those 206s man i mean every every little bit it's of like momentum a you scrub off you're just i know there's a lot out. of dirt i raise like a uh, compare it to a limited or a 305 i mean that's what it feels like yeah. if you want to get an idea if, if you miss one little area it's like <laughs> yep. you're, you're just falling back and good luck catch it. i mean they'll they'll run wide you'll see them get off so i mean you can make it up if you just but you got to hit your marks that's what really 206 racing is all about is hitting those marks and you just got to make sure you're geared right but yep i'm still doing this stay off the brake pedal <laughs> yeah <laughs> so just rolling the dice let them roll here uh but yeah like i said it, it's an absolute blast out there i can't wait to be more involved out in whiteland next year and uh just just really trying to grow the the sport overall of karting i think we have a great platform here to do it and Hopefully we can can really progress that here next year. And, and you already know my passion for karting. Absolutely so, I mean, right. It, it's it's true grassroots racing. Right. Whether whether you're running on dirt like Caleb Ramsey does, if you're running a Whiteland like you guys do, uh, Newcastle. I mean, take advantage, man, and go out to a kart race. I mean, if there's if there's a local kart track by you, I mean, it's cheap to go watch. It may cost you a dollar to get in the gate if right. that exactly and then you know it might be 10 or 15 bucks to get in the pits if you want a pit pass you don't have to get a pit pass i was gonna say you can sit you up can at sit the, in the stands and watch just fine absolutely like yeah at whiteland they got the two mounds mm -hmm. if you sit up on those mounds it i mean you see you got a great vantage point i'm not gonna take away if you like going in the pits hey yeah feel free i mean i, I like going in the pits it, i like seeing everything like andy said in that uh interview when we took him around the track he they used to pull their their car up to the the fence mm -hmm. and just watch it right from there so you um, know and, and it's funny because when he said that you know uh what he say his his grandpa or was it his dad had a favorite driver down there trent harrell oh yeah yeah, yeah. I, I used to race with him we really? didn't run the same class nice. but i know <laughs> who cool. Trent is <laughs> that's cool that's yeah, awesome. as soon as he said that, I was like, "Oh, I remember Trent." <laughs> That's awesome in there. So, uh, and, and I mean that right there. You, you, you see. I mean, just the the people you knew out there, and you still remember from there. It's just, uh, it really is. I mean, you you look at it from an outsider opinion because, like Melvin was saying yesterday, honestly, he was hitting up or Speedway indoor karting constantly. He honestly thought like karting and stuff was was for rich people. He didn't realize that, man, with what I spent here at Speedway indoor karting. I could have went to Whiteland and ran, uh, got a cart at least to to really start up. Now I'm not trying to discourage you from going to the indoor karting at all, but a lot of people don't realize it's not for it's not necessarily for the the rich. That's where in karting I, I get yes money, you can get better parts, but you've got guys that are pulling out of a van like I do and they're winning races. They they know what they're doing. They can do it with a, a limited budget. So don't make money necessarily a factor i mean obviously you got to eat you got to live but it's not as as bad as uh, a lot of people 
kind of perceive it to be. So go out there. I mean, like the, you ini- said. the initial cost is where it's going to get you. Uh, right. Absolutely. But after that? Uh, after that, it's just, you know, set of tires here and there. Or if you get in a wreck and tear something up, I mean, uh, preventative maintenance, you know, just, just little nickel dime stuff after the initial cost. And then, you know, myself, I, you know, some people will race the same chassis for year after year after year after year. Me, I'm going to probably update every two, three years. Right. I mean, just because, you know, uh, now on the 206, it probably wouldn't be as bad. 206, you can probably run the same chassis for five years and be competitive. I think what I'm learning here and what I'm feeling, like uh, uh, Melvin with the MGM, I keep going back to him, but he's a big help out there. Uh, he rode a top cart for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he said, great chassis, mm-hmm. not for a 206. So that's where... He went to an MGM chassis, and it's it's just some chassis are built like I think Elliot drives the top cart. He does it great, but it's it's for a little more power than that two. Like my Burrell is for a little more power. It just than that depends on which chassis you get, though. I mean, you take like uh, let's take Will Power Carts for instance. You have a two cycle chassis. You have a four cycle <laughs> chassis. Right. So you know maybe his top cart that he had was more built for a two cycle not the four cycle I think cycle. It, exactly yeah, I think it was so, so, but that's what I'm saying you got to make sure that you you do your research but, but however doing. when dad and I built uh, <laughs> a few years back we built that PCR cart and went over to Newcastle and put it on the pole and won races with it it was an X shifter cart mm-hmm. but that's where it helped that chassis out it was flexed out for a shifter but it worked perfect for a 206. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's something, uh, just just do a little research. I can't say it enough. You go out to, yeah, they, uh, we just saw, I went to a vintage race a couple weeks ago at Whiteland, Dwayne. It was yeah, awesome. Yeah, they do run pipe, Dwayne. It was awesome. Uh, I, I don't I don't think the Yamaha class is real big in vintage yet, but if the KA takes over, that's just going to make the Yamaha oh, class no, in vintage. Yamaha's all over the place. Was there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I know they're running uh, like the old Comet K88s and B-bombs and uh, I think K71s. Those dual engines. (laughs) (laughs) C-opens. Man, I couldn't imagine. I'm waiting because uh, I think in the next couple years, if I can find one, the old Invader Mirage ACs like I used to run, Dwayne knows what I'm talking about, they will be considered a vintage chassis then. Right. If I can find one. It's going down. <laughs> I'll run some vintage in that. That's awesome there. But I, I think that really, it just opens the door. And I was asking. Yeah, me. Gary Monnet's got about 30 Yamahas in his garage, Dwayne. I was asking and I'm people, not joking. people out there about, uh, you know, is it more expensive to get into? No, not really. The, the one hard thing nowadays with these is just finding parts sometimes. Because with them, uh, they're out of production so it's not like maybe with the Yamahas you can still find, but like the axles, stuff like that, uh, you, you, it might take you just a little longer to get. So you might want to have an extra one with you in the uh, the trailer there. You always want to carry that. an extra axle. Always. <laughs> well, I learned that. <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, you want to carry an extra axle. So with, you just place it with in. With bearings and cassettes and everything right. already on it. Where all you got to do is unbolt your old one, pop it out, right. drop the new one in, put the bolts in, good to go. Right. Exactly there. So. I'm looking forward to, like I said, I, I can't say that. He still has his old KT100. Yep. <laughs> that's awesome. Dwayne, you got to send a picture of that. I got to see that. That's awesome. What, it's a Yamaha. 
I, I just like those vintage style cards, man. They look. That's not a cart though. That's the motor. Oh, okay. That's okay. Yamaha KT one. I'm with you. I'm with you. So you know, those, that vintage cart was that was really cool to go out there and see though. Like I said, some of these guys getting tractor supply tires. Some <laughs> of those things I would not get in and drive. They just look like a death trap. <laughs> they, yeah, they, when you're seeing them slide around the turns. I mean, if you could have been, I can remember when I was a kid. No like I said, side my, pods. My first race was my dad running an enduro out of the IRP. Well, the enduro carts back then, I've showed you pictures of when I ran enduros. You know, you had the body work on and everything like that. Did you see the picture Rick Helms posted, too? It looked just like one of your old ones, man. He's laying back. God, that looks uncomfortable. But uh, <laughs> So dad's enduro, when he ran enduros, it was just like a chassis. You had no body work on it. You had two big old aluminum tanks <laughs> on the side. God. So, I mean, if somebody would come in and nail you, that <laughs> was your fuel tank. <laughs> right. Like. Yeah, this isn't dangerous whatsoever. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, you got side pods. It's side pods. It's keeping you in. Yeah, the gas tanks were the side pods. Yeah, that's when you need a fireproof suit. <laughs> no, these guys are wearing yeah. like jeans, jeans and leather jackets. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> no, they had leather. You had to wear a leather jacket at least. <laughs> that's good stuff there. there. The swap meet in Ohio. First Saturday in February. I'll be out there. We got to go out there. We should do a, a little uh, gig from out there. Dad'll dad goes to all these swap meets. Man. I know, dude. Your dad's he's the like we said, the cartopedia. Yeah. He's cartopedia. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he loves the swap meets. <laughs> so um, we went to uh you can ask dad years ago when they first started doing uh the OVKA swap meet over in Ohio. It was in uh Troy, Ohio at Hobart Arena. Mm-hmm. Well, Hobart Arena is uh uh skating rink basically it's where the hockey team <laughs> gotcha. plays so we get over there like man it's cold, cold. in here <laughs> come to find out they just put w- sheets of wood over, over the, the ice, ice. <laughs> yeah it was colder than hell my feet are freezing yes. why yes why? <laughs> that's good stuff right there <laughs> oh man so uh and wyland's gonna have a, a swap meet too yeah uh, i think it's second week in november I don't know if it's a. I think it's the first weekend of okay. November. Okay. So yeah. So uh, uh, that'll that'll be. I'll, I'll probably go out there because I think what's cool about that is you can take it out on the track. You want you want to ride it before you buy it. You're right there, and I think that's the whole point of that. Is so, man. You boom. You test it. Boom. You test. You feel or it. Or you can at least fire it up. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, uh, kind of. Because yeah, I don't know if I want somebody going out and testing this cart. Oh, you know you're not going to – they're not going to push it. There's not going to be loads of people you don't out know there. That. Well, <laughs> you just got to – when Come somebody in, test drives He goes out there and wads it up. Come, yeah, I don't want it. <laughs> not, 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 not what I really feel like, man. Fair enough. <laughs> so – Yeah. the Who is it? It's uh, you, Downing, and Scott Schrader. Schroeder, yep. And, Schroeder, uh, my bad. Yeah, we're at Alton Park. I was telling you a little bit before. It might be a little rough for Tommy Boy here, but uh, we'll have Downing, I think, starting us off, and Scott getting us that uh, boost in the second stint, and I can come in that third stint and hopefully not wad it up. So we'll see here. Dropping the hammer, Harry. <laughs> so what Daniel say? Set? Oh, that's the. It's on the seventh. I'm like, what? What seven? is up, Mister Helms? So, um, um. I'm trying to Mr. Think. Twisted Motorsports is uh on with us today. Do we got anything else? Uh I can't think of anything. Okay. Oh, we 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 can do our picks today. Well, yes, absolutely. It's that time for the Checkers and Wreckers picks of the week. 
the spooky edition. We're doing good, sir. How are you? The spooky edition. The monster (laughs) mash. So we're going for a championship today. And I guess uh, we'll start off here. And I picked him a couple times this year as my checker. We're picking IndyCar today. Um, And starting second, it's hard not to pick him. I think Rossi, and this is what he needs. We've talked about it. A strong finish today. I think he takes it. Strong finish into next year. Him and Dwayne work together to get that title next year. That momentum's just building right now for Rossi. I think he builds on it. Ooh, Daniel says Award's going to win today. Good possibility. That is a good possibility. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there, and uh, I'm I I'm just gonna say Will Power's going to win today. From the pole, take it out there. We, it's a track that you can definitely see the pole position guy going out there and taking it. Will could, and he does run good here. And another one that's kind of pushing strong through this last part of the season here. So not a bad pick there. Um, I'm going to go to the wrecker now, and I think without a championship, he walks away. Even if he finishes in second as a wrecker, and I don't think he seals it up today. So I'm going to go with Joseph Newgarden. Today, like I said, I think today a second place is a record for Mr. Newgarden. He does not win today. He does not get the champion. You don't pass go. You don't collect $200. And we see Scott Dixon, I believe, break a record today. Yeah. Uh, record, 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 record. I don't even, let me look at the grid real quick. I'm going to pick... I'm going to go with uh, shit. <laughs> Hinchcliffe. <laughs> I, I could see that that could uh, fall back there, not work out for him. Uh, going for the dark horse today, I think he gives one last strong effort here with the McLaren team. I think he walks away with his head held high. Oliver Askew, okay. I think, has a solid finish. He starts 10th today. I think he finishes in the top 10 and really has teams looking at him here for next year, hopefully. That's that's solid. Um, my dark horse, I got to show our buddy some love. Mr. Trowbridge. <laughs> Very Bourdais. good possibility. Sam Bourdais. You put Trowbridge, if he, if he can get a, a solid, solid fuel strategy here today for Bourdais, you could see him on the podium. I, I have a strong feeling about that. You and Bourdais runs there. good here, too. I he mean, lives that's, there. that's his yeah. home track right there. I know. Right there. So I know. He walks these streets. And, uh, I, I think that's a good pick right there. So uh, I think that is all we got for you today, guys. Thank you so much again to everybody who makes it possible here. We got the butt kicker or Alex Acoustics, first financial bank over there with John Wayne Buzzard. <laughs> and then we got. Sean Nugent, the rock star realtor. If you're in that Indianapolis area, what a great combination. First Financial Bank gets you the loan. Sean will get you the house. Come on, guys. Hit them up today. They're a big part of the reason that we make it possible to hit you guys with the most entertaining stuff that we can mm-hmm. here. And uh, a big shout-out to a Bruzy Racewear as well. If you're on the sim, you need some gloves. Maybe you're starting over there down under. 
and you need some race gear over there, well, hit a bruisy up and get them taken care of over there. So, guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. www. In Daytona there with Speedway Indoor Karting. We're always driving for Sick. dyslexia here. Guys, thanks again. We appreciate it.